Hello everyone, welcome to Spotlight with Shubham. I'm co-founder of Mastera, an all-in-one platform for teachers, coaches, trainers uh, to run their run and scale their online knowledge business. Today on Spotlight, we have Kim. She is the founder of Frame of Mind Coaching and co-founder of the journal that talks back. Hey Kim, how's it going? I'm great and so happy to be here with you. Awesome. Likewise, uh, we are uh, pretty excited and looking forward to having a chat with you today. Um, so Kim, why don't you start with uh, uh, talking about uh, your background and what uh, you have been doing and uh, just, just a little bit about yourself. My background and what I've been doing. Well, uh, so I am a founder of a company called Frame of Mind Coaching. I've been doing that for nearly 18 years coming up pretty soon. Uh, and what we do is we coach leaders, executives, entrepreneurs. And what we're really interested in is understanding how leaders think and how their thinking impacts the results that they're getting. And so um, over the years, we created a very specific and unique way of coaching these leaders. But we coach people from all over the world, uh, Canada, the United States, England, United Arab Emirates, like all over the world. And uh, we use this particular methodology for coaching them. Awesome. So uh, let's uh, let's talk about what is this uh, framework. And, this framework? Um, yeah. Yeah. So ever since I was young, I always wondered what makes some people super successful and other people struggle more. Sure. What's the difference? And over the years, I understood that basically people who have a high degree of emotional resilience are able to handle the tough stuff in life more readily, more easily than others. But what is this whole resilience thing? It's the ability to bounce back from adversity with speed and agility. But those people who are super successful don't just bounce back. They take that negative experience, that moment of adversity, and turn it into an advantage, right? They do something good with it. But in order for them to be able to do that, they need to process differently. In other words, when something bad happens to you, the way you think about it, the way you analyze it, the way you take it in will impact how you respond to it. And so what I decided to do was really start to understand how people process their experiences. So you go through life, you have ups, you have downs. How, does, how do those experiences impact the way you view the world, the way you think about yourself, what you believe to be true about yourself, about others, about your capacity, about your wins, about your losses, et cetera? Because the way that you process that will impact how you move forward in life. And so that's the premise. The premise is that the way that you process or the way that you think will impact what you achieve. And so when I started for online coaching, I thought, well, in order for me to really have a huge impact on people, I need to understand how they're thinking. But how do I do that? How do I get inside people's heads? And so I decided that what I would do is I would ask them to journal. But, you know, you, you, do you journal? Have you ever journaled? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I do. But have, you ever, have you ever journaled when somebody else is reading your journal? I have not. Uh, that has been a more of a personal, sort of a private thing. Yeah. Usually we think about journaling as very private, but I yeah. thought, what if I could read the private thoughts that somebody's writing down in their own journal? Mm -hmm. And what I want to do is when you write down your private thoughts, 
I'm going to ask you questions about your private thoughts. And so you're going to answer them. And what we're going to do is actually have a dialogue. But it's your Let's journal. See. So I'm going to ask you questions and you're going to journal. And in your journal, you will unconsciously help me understand how you're wired. You will help me understand how you operate, how you view the world, what you believe to be true about yourself and others, about your uh, ability to achieve goals, etc. And so when I started for my coaching, I said, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to ask my clients to journal with me in a private and secure online journal. So every week I'm going to give them a new journaling question or a prompt. And every time they journal, which is every single day, I'm going to read and respond to those journals by asking them more questions, by going deeper, by understanding the big picture and understanding their patterns, their patterns of behavior, their patterns of thought, et cetera. So when I started doing this again, almost 18 years ago, I just thought that when someone journals and I'll be able to read it, I'll be a better coach. I had no idea what I was onto. I didn't realize that when they were journaling, they were making progress. But when they were journaling with their coach, they were making progress at an, infinite, an infinitely faster rate. It was unbelievable because suddenly not only could I see what was going on behind the scenes, they could see it too. Right. So imagine you're working with someone who's reading your journal every single day. What's going to happen to you and that person who's reading your journal? What do you think will happen? No, that that is going to be a very introspective uh, sort of a journey uh, for the person who's writing it, as well as uh, getting feedback right away. Because a lot of times I think uh, personally, I've seen that. Yes, introspection is good. But from a third person standpoint, um, that is like. 10x, 100x, much better. And and a lot of people I've seen who are very successful can introspect their own thing as a third person, which is exactly. very, very, very uh, difficult thing to do. So, so yeah, that makes sense. Exactly. So you have that introspection piece, you have the feedback piece, but you also have something else that's kind of unexpected that's going on. So if you and I go back and forth every day, mm -hmm. right? You send me your journals and I read and respond to your journals and I dig and I ask questions. We end up building a relationship, don't we? Right. Makes sense. Right? Yeah. And because we're doing it every single day, that relationship is rather intimate. And what I've discovered in coaching is that that intimacy is required for you to travel. If you don't have that deep connection with your coach, you will not travel as far as if you would have that relationship. And so that relationship is critical for progress, for movement, for travel. Interesting. Uh, right? A relationship sense. where you could be completely and totally yourself. All the good, the bad, the ugly, it doesn't matter. Right, right. Right? Yeah. So we have a process that's incredibly powerful, but now the process supports this very unique relationship that moves the client forward very fast. Mm -hmm. So altogether, it's a pretty incredible experience no that's awesome uh, so, so that's basically is the framework of mind coaching which you have developed to have that intimate relationship with that introspection and the feedback and then moving them on that journey exactly so framework coaching is based on that process but also we have a series of principles we use a framework that is behind the scenes that all of our coaches, I have a team of coaches, right? I have some in Canada, some in the United States, that all of the coaches are using 
similarly with our clients. So every client comes with a different job, a different background, a different wiring, a different, you know, every client is different. Every client goes through a very unique experience, but our framework or our principles that we use are consistent. So gotcha. that enables us to coach everybody from the same vantage point. Got it. Um, just, just curious, uh, when you say uh, coaching, is, is it mostly on the leadership side of the thing, as in only the persons or people who are in a leadership position or, or, or other folks as well can, can benefit from this? So we, we, so interesting. I'm going to, I'm going to address that in two ways. So we mostly sure. coach leaders. We most, mostly coach high potential leaders, up and coming leaders, executives, senior leaders, business owners, the people, the highly driven population. That's who we coach. However, mm -hmm. not that long ago, we noticed two things. Um, some of our clients were really having a hard time with their kids who are young adults. They were worried about their kids. So I had one client who was concerned about uh, her daughter who was anxious all the time and mm -hmm. failing exams at school because of her anxiety. I had another client who had a son who was on the couch all day long playing video games. And so uh, he was worried about his son. I, right. So we had our clients were worried about their adult children. But then on the other side of it, we also had our corporate clients who were struggling to recruit and retain young professionals. So we noticed that there's a gap in the coaching world. And that gap is there was no real targeted coaching for this market of people between the ages of 18 and 35. Right. Adults yeah. didn't know how to handle this, like, you know, right. the older population. And so we created a specific coaching program for young adults. We call it the journal that talks back. And so what happens is a young person gets assigned to a coach and that person can journal with their coach as often as they want. They can journal once a week, once a day, five times a day. It doesn't really matter. Their coach will read and respond to their journal within 24 hours. So imagine you're you know, can't sleep, you wake up three in the morning, you don't know what to do with yourself, you can go and journal. And that same day, your coach will be reading and responding to your journal. It's like having a coach in your pocket. Mm -hmm. So when you ask me, who do we coach? We, we coach leaders, but now we're also coaching a young professional market. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Cause, uh, cause, cause the young adults, especially, um, I would say in this last two years of a lot of uncertainty and a lot of things that I've gone through, um, like professionally, uh, personally, and all of that. Uh, I think I think a lot of people definitely need help and coaching there. And and personally, I've also seen that uh, it doesn't matter if you're if you're a CEO or, or a VP. Every professional sometimes feel like they're stuck. Uh, they they are they need to they can do much better and they can they can kind of proceed and progress at a much faster pace but they're not able to and they need help at that point and then generally i think i believe that's where your uh journal that talks back will come in to help the young professionals right. so frame of mind coaching for executives and the journal that talks back for young professionals awesome awesome that's that's perfect um another thing that comes to mind uh what's the duration because uh the journal that talks back yeah what's that 
Well, with frame of mind coaching, we always start off with a 10 week coaching period. Okay. Why 10 weeks? Like why not 10 months, right? Why mm -hmm. only 10 weeks? Because the people we work with tend to like speed, right? They're, they're those people who say, I want to make it go fast. Like, I don't want to wait 10 months to get to where I want to go. I want right. to see results quickly. So we deliver results quickly. Um, and so those first 10 weeks are very, very intense, right? There's a call every week. We record every call. We ask our clients to listen to the recordings. So they're very, very intensely engaged in the coaching. After the 10 weeks, most of our clients stay longer and they back it up. Like they relax and they now have a call every two weeks or maybe once a month, but it's more relaxed. But it's those first 10 weeks that are foundational, right? Like that's what creates the giant move that they experience. With the journal that talks back, we don't have that kind of approach. We have an open-ended approach. Come in, get coached, come and go as you please. You're signing up for one month at a time and you're never locked in. Because young people, they don't wanna be locked into anything. They wanna mm -hmm. come and go as they please. And so they can come in, they can do a month, they can do two months, three months, then if they want a break, they can take a break and come back two months later. doesn't really matter. I see. I see. Um, so with that, I'd love to also talk about if there's any um, success story or example that you want to share, because I'm, I'm curious about the results that people have seen uh, and how soon they have seen those results. So if you can talk about one of your success stories. I have awesome. so many. I'll, I'll give you one though, because this is a young man who kind of uh, straddles between the executive and the young professional. He's in the middle. So he addresses both markets, right? So when I met him, when I was introduced to him, I was working with a client and the client said to me, Kim, I, I want you to coach somebody. He's a very good, good friend of mine. Uh, but I want to make sure that you're careful with him. I want you to treat him with kid gloves. And anybody who knows how I coach, they know I don't wear gloves when I coach. I'm very, very direct and I'm very straight, right? Like I'm not tiptoeing around anything. Sure. And so I thought that was a very strange introduction. Why would he say something like that? And I said, you know, like, you know, I don't wear gloves. Why, why do I need gloves on? He said, well, he's a young guy. He's in his early 30s. And he's very dear to me, but he has stage four cancer. And so I said, oh, okay, I understand. So I got on the phone with this guy just to see if I could help him. And I said, I have two questions for you. Question number one, how long do you have left to live? It's a hard question to ask somebody. Right, right. And he said, well, I'm not really sure. I'm guessing about two years. I've already lived longer than I expected to live. I'm on all these experimental drugs and I'm not sure they're going to work forever, but here's where I'm at. I'm guessing two years. I said, okay, how can I help you? What is it that you want to achieve as a result of coaching? He said, well, what I really, really want is I want you to help me improve my productivity. Interesting. Let me ask you a question. If you had two years left to live, would you be worried about your productivity? Uh, personally, I won't be. Um, uh, that's, that's, that's why I said interesting, because I would be like, hey, I'm done with work. I want to do other things, take it easy, relax, that kind of thing. Right. Um, yeah. So I said, tell me why that's important to you. He said, well, um, I'm an only child. Um, I was raised by a single mom. 
and my mother is getting old and I want to make sure she's in taken care of when I, when I leave, when I leave this earth. And so what I really want to do is I want to grow my business and I want to sell it. So I have enough money to make sure she's in a good place. I said, totally understandable, but tell me, what is it that you really, really want? He said, well, what I really, really want is more time. And what I really want is I do want to grow my business and I do want to sell it, but I want to take my mother on a big vacation and I want to actually be in a relationship and I want to buy a home and I want to travel and I want to run a marathon. I said, let's do that. Let's work on that. And what I started to notice was he was a perfectionist. He's a guy who... Every project that came in the door, he's the one who brought it in. Every project that went out the door, he had to make sure he had his eyes on it, that the, all the eyes were dotted and the T's were crossed. And, and so he was exhausted. He was working so hard. I said, hey, you know what? We need to start thinking about hiring people. He said, I can't afford to hire anybody. Right. I said, I don't think you can afford not to hire people. Your life is at stake. Like if you keep going down this path, You're going to die of exhaustion. Mm. And I realized very early on that my goal was to help him reduce his stress so that he would have a better chance with the experimental drugs. And so we started working together. We started to address his thinking, the limits in his thinking, his beliefs. And he learned that he could hire people. And so he started to hire people and his workload changed right he started to give things out to people started to trust the people on his team he started to focus on building his company well that was seven years ago oh wow so he's still here he sold half of his business he took his mother on two big vacations he bought a house he renovated the house he is married now and thinking about having kids And interestingly, he ran a marathon, he ran a triathlon, and he even climbed Mount Kilimanjaro. So what did I do? I looked at how he was thinking about his life. I was looking at at how he was thinking about his work. I was looking at how he was thinking about his obligations and how he felt like there were certain things he couldn't do because he felt trapped. And I helped him lighten that up. I helped him look at other possibilities. I helped him think about what was really essential and what wasn't essential. Right. 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 So that's a good example of a situation where it was hard at first. Because imagine, you know, you think you have somebody's life in your hands. Yeah, absolutely. That's a that's a that's a tough uh, tough project slash. uh, Thing to take on uh, after knowing all of that and, and then uh, turning it around and sort of motivating the person to sort of do all those things that's that's very commendable that's, well that's in fact i motivated him to do less things instead of more <laughs> things right i said you can't you can't keep going like this yeah like yeah. right it's possible to achieve your goals but not all by yourself right right yeah. no that that's 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 a great example and thanks for sharing that and also kind of it, it points to quite a few things that uh, a lot of people, uh, including me, I'm sure, uh, we, we tend to prioritize different things uh, while our key 
things that we want to achieve are are, are different. So, so sometimes our, our launch times they are not in sync, and I think that's what that's where you come in, our coaches come in, where they can kind of look at it from that third person perspective and help prioritize things in the right way. And it's not only you're right, right? But it's not only priority, but it's also sometimes we want this thing over here, but we don't believe we can have it. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Yeah. We don't believe we have enough money or we're smart enough or we're right. Like all the reasons and this stuff slows us down. This mm-hmm. stuff gets in our way. And so because that stuff exists, we end up doing things. We end up taking action, but the action doesn't lead to our goals. And then we right. get frustrated. We say, we're working so hard. We're putting everything we have into it. And still we're not making progress. Why? right and so that's where we really make a a difference we change the way a person thinks about everything because when you change the way you think about things your approach changes and when your approach changes your results change they come with greater ease you have to work so hard at everything makes sense makes sense so so in that case uh if uh from a client standpoint uh when they talk about results, so they can start to see that now what seemed to be very distant and impossible and and difficult, now the, there are doors that are opening up uh, all of a sudden in this 10-week period or six-week period, um, and there are now paths that, that are sort of connecting this goal to the present um, exactly. status. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So a lot of people say, well, here's what I want to achieve. I want a promotion or I want to, you know, get this other business and, and uh, do a buyout or I want, you know, I want to lose weight or whatever it is that they want. They want something tangible, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, okay, we write it down. Very good. Thank you for letting us know, right? But personally, as a coach, all that stuff doesn't matter. All that stuff is the gravy it's the stuff that follows but my mission in life is to help somebody live a life with greater ease peace exhilaration and joy and when they have that then the stuff comes the stuff follows right because they're not living their life every moment of every day wired and stressed out and exhausted so we look at leaders a lot of them are wired stressed out and exhausted yeah yeah yeah, because I think this is a this is a common perception in the society that hey, you work eighteen hours or whatever, fourteen, fifteen hours, and you just keep uh, keep scrambling and keep taking more and more and more, and that's going to lead to success. Well, uh, I think uh, which is which is maybe needed to your point, but just uh, just a better way of. Uh, it, of doing I things. mean, it's not needed. It's a fallacy. People think that they have to work hard in order to reach their goals. Right. Instead of working peacefully or working joyfully or working strategically, intelligently, right? They're just yeah. like muscle. Yeah. And I, I always want people just to relax a little. Don't use Makes so sense. much force. Yeah. And bring that joy and peace in the work to make it enjoyable, right? Uh, right. Well, yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Exactly. Awesome. So, so another another uh, thing I wanted to understand, uh, or I'm sure our audience also would love to understand, is sort of the the, the process in this thing. Uh, uh, you have kind of touched on a lot of that, but but just in terms of process, is it is it more like um, 
let's say this is a video and Zoom kind of thing. Is it more like, hey, I do my journal on a live video and kind of send it over that video and then you, no. you guys process it? No, 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 no. So what happens is, let's say it's you, right? Let's say you're mm -hmm. the person who says, I'm interested in coaching. What happens is I have a chat with you. And the reason I have a chat with you is so we can understand your nature, your personality, what you're struggling with, what's happening in your life personally and professionally. And the reason I'm interested in that is so I can match you with the best coach for you, right? Based on your style and your, your character traits, right? So I match you with a coach. Then you have a call with your coach. It's called an orientation call. And that call, you're basically learning about each other. Your coach is going to ask you a bunch of questions to understand what are you going through right now? What is your greatest challenge? What's happening in your world? Like, why is coaching important for you right now? What's going on? And so they're going to ask you a whole bunch of questions just to get to know you a little bit. And then you start. What happens is on day one, you're invited to join an online journaling platform that we built in-house. And okay. the first day you receive a journaling question or a prompt. You start journaling. The minute you hit submit, it gets sent to your coach. Your coach will read and respond to your journal before the next day. Okay, okay. so they're reading and responding to your journal. Usually they're asking questions. They're trying to understand how things work for you. They're trying to understand if something happened today, how does that relate to what happened, let's say, last week or three years ago, right? They're trying to gather data, but piece together who you are and how you operate. Mm -hmm. And so that they're doing that every day. They're asking you questions. So on day two, you're coming in, you're starting a new journal, but now you're also answering the questions that the coach has asked you. So you're in this conversation back and forth, back and forth with your coach. Now a week passes, it's time for your call. But the coach has all this information about you, mm -hmm. right? They know what what happened this week. They know what you've been going through. They know what's on your mind because you journaled all about it. So when they right. got, get on the call, they say, there are so many things I want to talk about. Here are the things I want to talk about. Is there anything you want to talk about? Your coach is leading the process because your coach is seeing where you're struggling. Your coach is identifying the places where your behaviors are clashing with your desires. Your coach sees very, very fast. So that's happening week by week. But every week you're getting a new journaling prompt or a new exercise to do. That exercise takes you through a journey that helps us understand the different parts of you and brings us to a place where we say, okay, here's what's going on right now. What do you see for your future? And are you well positioned for your future? Gotcha. gotcha. It's an incredible experience. You know, I, I, I'm sure on the way you're explaining it, uh, that definitely sounds Amazing. Um, another question comes to my mind um, in terms of challenges. Uh, I can see a lot of people who, 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 who may be open to coaching and they're like, hey, let's, let's do the coaching. But as soon as they get connected to a coach, just as a personality, they're not sharing things um, like the way you guys want them to share things because a lot of people are like close personalities. Uh, have, have you experienced that? And and that relationship building that you mentioned in the starting of the call, that so, just doesn't happen. So our coaches are incredibly adept at handling clients who journal a lot, like so much, right? And also mm -hmm. clients that don't open up very easily. 
right? So it's all part of the experience. The question is, why are you uncomfortable about opening up? What are you holding on to? What are you uncomfortable about? What are you afraid to share? It's all part of the experience. It's all a reflection of how someone thinks. So whatever they do on the journal, however they show up, contributes to our understanding of the person. And it's one extra data point. So it doesn't matter what you do. It's not a relationship where if I'm your coach, I'm not holding you accountable. We're in a relationship together. Imagine we're in a boat and we're rowing together. That's right. what we've decided to do. So we're both going to a new destination, right? So I'm rowing, I'm the coach, I'm rowing. And your journey becomes more interesting when you row too. And you decide where you want to go, what you want to visit, what you want to explore, right? So yeah, yeah, he invites people to the table. But I will say this is that a lot of times when you think about a coach, you think about, oh, I have to do all the sharing. Mm -hmm. But at Framework Coaching, it's not like that, right? You're not doing all the sharing because that's a bit of a vulnerable position to be in. So it's a relationship we're building. And so very often our clients will be very surprised when our coaches share something very personal and private about themselves. The reason we do that is to help the client move forward. Right? Like this is yeah, not just like, about you. It's about us together. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. And um, yeah, no, that's, uh, the, I can see a lot of people, uh, like you said, are, are uh, introverts, uh, some, a lot of our extroverts and just having that framework there and having that training uh, with the coaches to kind of be with all sorts of personalities. I'll tell you something. Yeah. I can't tell you how many people I bump into who says who say I'm an introvert. And every time somebody says I am an introvert, you know what I think? I'm like, why are you wrapping your arms around being an introvert? Is it serving you? Does it help you? Does it win you anything? Right. Does it give you security to call yourself an introvert? What does it do for you? And so for me, I don't want people to call themselves anything. Let go of that. Let go of the concept that you're an introvert. Sure. Sometimes sure. you like quiet time. Okay, so do I. And like, why limit yourself by wrapping your whole identity around a concept that may not serve you entirely? Yeah, yeah. And try to segmentize you uh, yourself and bucketize yourself into a into a tag which sort of society has created. Why yeah, why why try to do that? Exactly. Yeah. Why do that? Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. Awesome. No, that's uh that's that's a great point. And and with that, uh, Kim, I, I do want uh to ask my last question uh Please. today. Um is with our uh audience there are there are gonna be folks who are sort of solo entrepreneurs um, sort of trying to run their business, scale their business, or a, a sort of a small team of uh, people who are trying to, again, maybe in that spot that you already teach, uh, teach your clients uh, with. Um, is there any one suggestion based on your so many sessions and working with people, any, any one suggestion that you want to share uh, with, our, uh, with our audience? Today? Can I give your audience a journaling assignment? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so here, pick, take a piece of paper and a pen and write down your journaling assignment. You're going to answer okay. two questions, okay? 
And if you do this by yourself, it's going to have a profound impact. But if you do it and actually send it to someone like a coach, like me, and get a response, the impact is going to be dramatically higher. So here are the questions. Ready? Question number one, more than anything, what do I really, really want? And I have two reallys there on purpose, right? Why? Because I want you to think about what you truly deeply want, not what somebody wants for you, not what is expected of you, not what you think you should want, but what do you truly deeply inside want, right? Like, do you want productivity or do you want something else, right? What is it that you really want? Second question is, what's stopping you from having what you want right now? What's getting in the way? List all the reasons. By the way, all those reasons come from your beliefs. Yeah. And so I invite you to send me your responses to these journaling questions. My email address is kim at frameofmindcoaching.com. Send it to me. And if you do, I will respond personally. Awesome. Well, that, thank you, Kim. I, I really appreciate uh, uh, sharing that thought with, with our audience and also sharing your email. Uh, I was about to uh, kind of say that if, if someone really wants to work with you and uh, sort of get in touch, how do, how do they do that? And uh, it looks like that email is a great way to reach out with those Perfect. with the answers to those questions. Uh, yes. We can maybe put that as a filter and slash condition uh, for that if they want, really want to work with you. Um, so, so yeah, with that, uh, Kim, thanks for your time today. It was really fun talking to you and really, um, I believe the, the work that you and your team are doing, um, is, is, is very profound, uh, very life-changing for a lot, of, for a lot of people out there. Um, and, and you're making a great impact on the society. So, so yeah, congratulations on the work that you've done and, and the work you are going to do in the future as well. So, so yeah, with that, um, great talking to you and, uh, Thank you for the opportunity to be on your podcast. Absolutely. Thank you. Take care.